You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Game over, man. Game over. He runs with the 50. He runs with the 40. The guy is drunk. About playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Here we go. Playing to win the game. That was one heck of a timeout. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Ron is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. EA Hunter sarcastically speaking about sports podcast. I don't even know how long it's been since the uh, trade that rocked everybody around Sacramento um, transpired. What's it been a week? I don't know. Uh, and it, and when I say the trade right now, everybody knows, anybody who, at least who's a Sacramento Kings fan knows. It's the trade that sent Buddy Heald, Tristan Thompson, and Ty, <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton to the Pacers. I mean, the Kings got Sabonis, who's a already two, three-time All-Star player, you know. But this trade shocked everybody. I mean, my wife, who's the diehard, always-toting cowbell. <laughs> yeah, she was couldn't believe. It almost reminded me of that time when Cousins got fucking traded how they all-star weekend and you know he's at a press conference and somebody whispers into his ear he got traded dog it's like oh for real yeah for real but my wife actually um told me about this article that was put up and it's looks like it's from it's called life goes on I don't know if, well, I, get, I don't know if somebody's, well, let's just get into it and read it. 30 minutes. That's all it took last week. In the span of an hour, I went from feeling like I'd be in Sacramento for the next decade to experiencing the biggest surprise of my entire career. So obviously this is from the perspective of Tyrese Halliburton. It all started at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, two days before the trade deadline. When my agent called, I was just finishing up my breakfast at my house, and the first thing I thought was that maybe he was calling to give me the inside scoop on some players or teams were looking to get into. Nah. Hey, man. This is his um, agent, obviously. Hey, man. I just wanted to get in touch with you because I think you might be traded. I honestly thought he was joking. He was like, come on now. No, I was like, come on now. They're not trading me. Get out of here. But two seconds later, when it became clear that actually he wasn't joking, I mean, I know this might sound like I'm being dramatic, but you know when you get the news that something bad has happened to the family member or a close friend, and it feels like for a few seconds your heart almost stops, like there's just a hollow feeling all through your body. That's kind of what it felt like. After hanging up, I walked into the bathroom and just sat on the counter by the sink in silence. A few minutes later, my girlfriend came in and asked me what was up. When I told her there was a chance I might get traded at first, she didn't believe me. <laughs> Once she could tell I was serious though, she started to get a little worried. So I was like, let's just wait and see what happens in a few days. No big deal, this is fine. 
Next thing I know, not even five minutes later, my phone rings. It's my agent. Indiana, he says. It's looking like Indiana. What? I'll keep you posted. A minute or so after that, 90 seconds max, my phone lights up. I look down at the screen, and it's Monty, our GM, Monty McNair. And I'm not going to lie. When I saw that name pop up on the phone, my heart sank. I knew it was over right then. It was a quick conversation, pretty straightforward. Hey, man, just wanted to let you know that we made a trade and we're going to be sending you to Indiana. I wish you the best. There were maybe a couple more words after that. We both said thank you. Then I hung up, set my phone down and started crying my eyes out. That shit's fucking heartbreaking. Eventually, I was able to gather myself and send a quick text to our players group chat just so they could hear it from me first, short and sweet. I just got traded to the Pacers. I love you all, boys. Everyone responded with pretty much the exact same comment. Shut up. Stop playing. Why are you joking about this? Cap emoji. You're lying. Get the fuck out of here. But then Tristan texted that he got traded too. And I think at that point, everybody knew it was real. A few minutes later, Woj tweeted the news out to the world. That's when it's fucking straight official, dude. And that was that. From no way to trade it in 30 minutes. I've literally waited in line at Coldstone for longer than that. Once the news broke, the next few hours were like a blur. Just a million phone calls, texts with family and friends. And Davion was the first person to call me. I talked to Buddy and my guy Rico Hines, Coach Gentry, Coach Walton reached out. De'Aaron Fox and I talked for about a half hour. Harrison rolled through with one of the most encouraging and supportive calls I've ever received. Then Mezzi calls me up, and he actually FaceTimed me, which usually is whatever, no big deal. But the tears are still flowing at this point. I'm like, do I really have to do this, man? Have him see me sitting here? ugly crying like this right now so when I picked up the phone I set the phone on the counter and angled it up with the camera pointing straight up to the ceiling not my best moment I don't I hate face jet but sometimes it's just got to be like that you know what I mean before I knew it friends started arriving at my house to check in on me our video coordinator and one of my best friends Miggy our equipment manager Joel our assistant trainer Lucas our assistant equipment manager they all just showed up at the door and sat down with me. By the end of the night, there was a whole mess of people over. Rico, Mo, King's family, all that support meant a lot. None of us could believe I was actually going to be leaving. I guaranteed that if you had taken a poll of our locker room that morning and were like, which guy on this team most wants to be in Sacramento long term, everyone would have said me. And I think that's what all those tears and emotions were about at the end of the day. It felt like something I cared about was ending way too soon. I really, really was all in on Sacramento, and I wasn't shy about it. I would tell people straight up, I want to be the next C-Web for this city. That was my whole mindset. I wanted to become one of those players who got drafted somewhere and built a legacy on on and off the court. I wanted to become someone the people of Sacramento knew was in their corner. And one thing that hurts about this trade is that I feel like I was just starting to develop some lasting connections within the community. I was getting to know lots of 
dedicated, inspiring leaders all around town, heads of nonprofits, amazing students working to make change in their neighborhoods. Shout out to my pal Morning Cloud at Christian Brothers High School. Every day, people who decided that they wanted to devote some of their time to just make things better for everyone. I love meeting people like that, and I had so many cool ideas for partnering with these folks and doing whatever I could to help. So I'm sad to be leaving the community of Sacramento as much as anything. You don't really understand this until it happens to you. But getting traded isn't just about getting traded. It ends up hitting you in all those different ways. Like, honestly, it's hard not to question yourself. Have I not been playing well? Was I not doing enough? Did I do something wrong? I know in my heart that I haven't done anything wrong. I know that I've been working my butt off. That I'm growing and getting better, but it's still tough to keep those thoughts out of your mind in moments like this. They just kind of pop into your head. The other, other big thing I've been thinking about is everything I missed about Sacramento. No lie, I'll be sitting on the couch watching TV and all of a sudden it's like, damn Kev, that dude's one of the best barbers I've ever had. Great cuts. Talking about crypto all the time. I'm going to miss that, that guy. Or I'll be on a plane. And for some reason, I'm thinking about Ames, my dog, is really going to really miss my pal Rover, the golden doodle from next door. It's just been stuff like that over and over. But at the same time, I know I have to face the reality that I'm moving on. And even though I'm sad about leaving a team and city I love, I'm also excited for what comes next. As a Midwesterner, it's hard not to be thrilled about playing for the Pacers. Indianapolis is driving distance from my hometown of Oshkosh. <laughs> and I know my family is very happy to have me back close to home. Let me be clear, though. It's not going to be about just playing close to home. It's going to be about winning. The Pacers, there's a history there. This is a team that has been in the playoffs routinely for pretty much my entire life. This is a franchise that knows what it takes. Plus, to get the chance to play for Rick Carlisle, someone who's won it all, a guy who's coached some of the best, that's going to be incredible for me. I'm really liking this group we have, too. Miles is crazy versatile. He's going to protect and anchor our defense. That's a given. And I couldn't wait to play with Lance Stevenson because as a LeBron fan growing up, I used to despise that guy. He was like a nemesis. But because he was so good at what he did, so now it's cool to be his teammate. And Chris Durart, the rookie, I've been watching him and I absolutely love his game. Man, I'm telling you, I really could go up and down the roster, we have the pieces to be a problem in the East soon. More than anything, though, right now, it really does just feel good to be wanted. And I can't thank the Pacers enough for that belief in me. I'm humbled to have been traded for an all-star like Sabonis. And I fully understand that this team wouldn't trade away a player like him for someone just to come in and be so-so. I feel like I was brought in to be a part of the core of the Pacers team going forward and to work like hell until this team is back where it's accustomed to being. I take this mission very seriously. It's a lot of responsibility for me, but that level of responsibility is what I crave. It's something I've worked my entire life for. I'm ready to step up. I'm coming to Indiana to leave my imprint and to help this team do something special. I'm coming here to create a legacy that makes Pacers fans proud. I'm coming here to be the very best version of Tyrese Halliburton. Wow. <laughs> that was, yeah. Man, you feel for the guy, but 
when it's all said and done, it's a fucking business. And I got to admit, though, well, they played three games. They've won two, lost one. Maybe the higher-ups did know what they wanted. But, you know, you read that. That guy really wanted to be here. So I hope in the end it pans out. Boy, do I. Productions. You don't know nothing about that headhunter. Headhunter, son.